Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, for the 200th edition of HTC Daily, it is the Bishop of Southwark, Bishop Christopher. Let me read our Bible passage uh, today, and then Bishop Christopher, I'm going to hand over to you to bring us our Bible thought this morning. Um, As everyone uh, will know, we're going through Matthew's Gospel, and we've reached Matthew 13, uh, verses 31 to 35, so let me read those. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 30 kilograms of flour until it worked all through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter hidden things hidden since the creation of the world. And Lord God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for Bishop Christopher. And we pray that you would use him now to be a blessing to each of us as he speaks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bishop Christopher, over to you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much, Diego, and very good to be with you all on this 200th anniversary. Of course, the 200th anniversary takes us back to the time of William Wilberforce, but actually you've become a living, praying community doing this daily. And it is wonderful across the diocese how praying communities have been sustaining themselves, nourishing themselves, and growing in very remarkable and wonderful ways over the last year, with all the limitations, all the restrictions, all the things which might drag us down. But a seed of hope, a sign of hope, has been the way in which our praying communities have got stronger. And so I give very deep thanks for that today. Um, And this parable is also a sign of hope. You, You will remember from having worked through the gospel, of Matthew, the the beginning of the chapter is the parable of the sower. And and here we have two rather beautiful parables about the kingdom of heaven. And of course, we think of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven in terms of virtues and values. You know, our thoughts go to passages like from Romans 15 or Romans 14, for the kingdom of God is not food and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. The one who thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and has human approval. Let us then pursue what makes for peace and mutual upbuilding. That that, that is a wonderful um, statement. And any of you who know the Teze chant will know that very beautiful chant, the kingdom of God is justice and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Come, Lord, and open in us the gates of your kingdom. And something very beautiful is happening in Matthew chapter 13, as we're being encouraged. It's dominical, of course, the teaching of Jesus. 
but we are being encouraged to use our imagination to imagine the kingdom of God. And these two wonderful parables um, are about imagining what the kingdom of God is like. Um, not the kingdom of God is justice and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, but the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field, the smallest of all the seeds. Our imaginations are working very wonderfully just with those few words. But when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. Another beautiful image. And then a rather tougher domestic one. Um, this is the sort of thing that sounds like a lockdown occupation. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. And then just a little bit about the purpose of parables. So Jesus's wisdom expressed beautifully in parables is a challenge to our imagination. Um, and our imagination is something that can grow in us like a mustard seed or something that leavens our life. Um, I think possibly in the lockdown, imagination is an antidote to depression. We are invited to enter into something which stirs deep within us, something which is going to take us just a little bit beyond the things that might be dragging us down, which are of the moment or of the day in hand, and help to transform our minds. And of course, the transformation of minds is a key Christian principle. Paul talks about it a lot, for instance, in Romans chapter 12. So what stories are we going to tell of God's love to us in Christ if we apply our imagination? And how do we nuance the great Christian story in a way that might capture the imagination of someone who perhaps is outside of that immediate sense of apprehension or being uh, drawn by desire to Christ? something that might actually spark something. And how are the stories that we tell received? Are those stories stories which are life-enhancing, or are they, in fact, stories that are negative or critical or life-diminishing? Um, how do we shape the narratives that we use to attract others, to perhaps compel others to think about turning to Christ? And what stories do we want to tell to take us into the future so that we may ourselves feel that our lives are bound together with other human beings? My reflection on this last year is that a year ago, the nation was rather negatively, utterly preoccupied in a rather divisive way with Brexit. And when the pandemic came, which hit me by taking 70 people on pilgrimage at the beginning of March to the Holy Land, and we arrived in Jerusalem, we had the most wonderful blessed week 
But on day two, we were told that the West Bank had been locked down and we would not be able to go the following day to Bethlehem, to the place of the birth of Christ, to the, to the Basilica of the Nativity. And we made alternative arrangements. But that, at a stroke, restricted us. And I was still thinking, well, this is an extreme action typical of Israel and Palestine. And when we get back to England, this will all be managed rather differently. And then we were engulfed. And I came to see very deeply that something was being said to us about the nature of our interdependence, that we are not unilaterally sovereign, independent human beings. Uh, like the nation states, we pretend are like that. But actually, our lives are bound together one with each other. And this is something which will deepen our faith and has indeed deepened our faith as we have lived out that reality in each of our praying communities, as you are living it out daily, working through the wonderful gospel of St. Matthew, the first of the gospels, and working our way through our journey holding on to faith and hope and love in Jesus. Thank you. Thanks so much, Bishop Christopher. And today we prayed for those working in frontline positions, especially those working in the NHS. And we also, with Bishop Christopher with us, prayed for him as he leads us in Southwark Diocese and for the vision of the diocese as a whole, particularly uh, the vision for growth uh, that uh, the diocese has, that um, the diocese would be a place like the uh, parable of the mustard seed, where there is um, continued and wonderful uh, growth in God's kingdom as people come to trust in Jesus as their king. Thanks for praying. <laughs>